Bonjour, je m'appelle Valérie et je viens des États-Unis. Je parle en français et vous écoutez à la Fluent Show. Welcome to The Fluent Show, a podcast all about learning languages and reaching your potential and sometimes rolling your R's and sometimes not. Hello, hello. My name is Kirsten Cable from fluentlanguage.co.uk and here on this show we talk about languages, communication, curiosity and enriching our lives through the challenge of learning something new. And in today's show, I am going to introduce you to 10 conference speakers at the upcoming Women in Language conference and I'll also tell you a little bit more about what we learned when we started making that conference because just in case you don't know this is an online event that's now running in its fifth year and I am one of the co-founders so stay tuned for that. Before we get cracking with that of course I've got my announcements and my wonderful sponsor reads so I'm going to tell you first about the sponsor of the Fluent Show because you really have to know about this app. The app is called Close Master, that's C-L-O-Z-E-M-A-S-T-E-R and learning with Close Master is something I do almost every week. It is fun, it is free, it is fantastic for expanding your vocab and it's all based on a simple game where you see a sentence in your target language with something missing and it's your challenge to fill in the blank correctly. Closemaster is really great if you want to rapidly expand your vocabulary and practice your skills in reading and in listening. The app now also helps with grammar skills because they've got a brand new sentence breakdown feature. It is available on iOS, it's available on Android, you can use it directly in your browser and for most of my Fluent Show listeners the next bit is going to be the most exciting bit. Closemaster is available in over 50 languages. They have a huge range of languages. I've been using it with Welsh. I've been using it with Mandarin Chinese. Lindsay's been using it with Guarani. You can do lots of really cool language combinations. So if you want to learn Welsh through the medium of French, you can do that. If you want to learn German through the medium of Spanish, you can do that. And it's a really great way of being in maintenance mode, being multilingual and playing around with more languages. Closemaster supports the Fluent Show and I support Closemaster with a special video that you can get at Closemaster, C-L-O-Z-E-M-A-S-T-E-R dot com slash Fluent Show. And in that video, I have shared a few Closemaster tips from me. And you also on that site get a special voucher that gives you lifetime 10% off whenever you choose to join the awesome pro membership the membership unlocks more features for you and it also helps support this independent language learning app which you know if you're a regular listener it is something that I care about so that is Closemaster, C-L-O-Z-E-M-A-S-T-E-R dot com slash Fluent Show. You don't need a special code. Simply go to Closemaster dot com slash Fluent Show to learn more today. 
I've got one more announcement that I want to share with you today, which is that the Fluent Language Mastermind, that is my bigger program that I run for people who are very ambitious, who want the space and who want to kind of examine the depths of the language learning, really make space for relaxed and reliable fluency in their life. That is open right now. I've even got a limited special membership offer and you have to message me or DM me if you're interested. So you won't find it on the page, but I will give you the page so that you can message me. It is fluentlanguage.co.uk slash mastermind. That is fluentlanguage.co.uk slash mastermind. I've got a little chat box in the corner. Just say hello to me on there. Or you can also message me on Instagram and I am K-E-R-S-T-I-N underscore fluent. Oh, ah, right. You can put your notepads away. That was a lot of information for you. And like I said, I'm just delighted to be talking to you once again about women in language. Now, Women in Language has existed for five years now, and it is an online event all based on this idea that Lindsay, you might know, Fluent Show co-host Lindsay, had when she was, I believe she was in Mexico. She was on her big trip around the world and she shared it with me and then we shared it with Shannon, who Shannon Kennedy, who is a close friend of ours. And the three of us had met at language conferences. We had worked together in lots of different ways. So we knew each other and we were obviously women in this expert language learning space. And what we all kind of felt was that there was a little bit of space, there was a little bit of opportunity to celebrate the many, many voices of women in language learning. We wanted to show the women that we know who are experts, leaders and innovators in the language space. And we originally thought, oh yeah, we'll have a one-day event, we'll do, we'll put something together for international Women's Day, which is the 8th of March. And before we knew it, uh, it wasn't a one-day event. It was a four-day event. And this year, it's a three-day event. So before we knew it, we had put together a conference and we totally ran with it. And that's how it started back in 2017. Women in Language is an online conference created by women for everyone. I cannot believe it's been this long. I'm so proud of this event. I'm just pleased that we were able to put something out there into the world that shows and champions what we believe in, that doesn't tell anybody else what to think, that isn't about negativity, but it's just something where we say, do you know what? Here is how great what we see in the world really is. Here is how we are championing, how we are celebrating, how we are amplifying what we see in the world that we think more people need to hear. And the fifth annual Women in Language Conference is ready again for you. So if you want to experience this wonderful event for yourself, here's what to expect. We have brought together a very diverse, lovely group of 25 plus, I think it's 25 women this year, and non-binary folks, although all of them, I believe, identify as women this year. And we are innovative language teachers, successful language learners, experienced polyglots, and seasoned professionals in the space. The tickets, once again, are 29 Dollars. Inflation might be at 5%, but we have not increased ticket prices. We are giving you the full three days and access to all conference recordings is included in the price. Plus, you will get a ticket for our raffle. And I've done something gamified once again with Lindsay and with Shannon. So we're really excited to share that with you and to see how you like it. Now, what I have done this year is I have 
reached out to a few of our women in language speakers and I've got a few speakers who sent me some audio and they wanted to share their voices with you and I wanted for you to get to know them to so that you get a sense of what they are talking about, why they care about this conference and what they in particular are looking forward to. Now I've got a bunch of people and I'm just gonna have a little rummage around my audio box and see who I can introduce to you first. Oh, here we go. I have found 10 of our 25 speakers who sent me answers to my interview questions. And the first thing that I ask them is to introduce themselves a little bit and to tell you what they are going to be presenting about. Let's kick it off with our first speaker, and that is Abigail Fulbrook. Hi, I'm Abigail Fulbrook. I'm an English as a foreign language teacher. Um, I've got about 14 years experience of teaching. I specialize in conversation for women and I started my online school Mums English Circle about two and a half years ago. My mission in life is to empower women to speak their truth in whatever language they need to. My talk is about parsnips. Um, parsnips are those taboo topics that shouldn't be mentioned in the language learning classroom. Um, so parsnips is an acronym that means politics, alcohol, religion, narcotics, isms, um, like atheism or sexism, and pork. So you might notice in language learning textbooks, mainstream textbooks, these kind of issues are hardly mentioned at all. Um, but that might lead to quite a boring classroom. And also, even worse, disempowered learners who can't speak about important issues, um, even life-threatening issues. So I'll be giving some advice on how to introduce these taboo topics into your classroom, how I did it, and I want to encourage all language teachers to be brave and feel supported and teach outside the box for the benefit of everyone. That was Abigail, and the next speaker I want you to meet is Irene. So we're heading out to Italy. Ciao, everybody. My name is Irene. I used to be a translator. I have a bachelor in translation, and I'm also my main job is um, in tourism. I am a local guide. That means that I use languages to work every day. In uh, 2020, I started teaching. Italian. So I went back to my studies and back to languages and I decided I really like teaching advanced Italian and basically that's why I'm here. I'll be talking about how uh, advanced students, advanced learners of Italian in my case, uh, feel stuck when your level is quite good and you're left alone to improve it because you feel as if you don't need a teacher anymore. So I'll, be, I'll talk about that stage. So I will show exactly uh, where I go on the internet, what I use to, to put all the words together, if I can say so in English. 
So that's my second speaker to present to you today. It's Irene Kanji with a topic very close to so many language learners' hearts and so many fluent show listeners' hearts. Now, my next speaker that I want you to get to know is Jessica Kumar, who I think you might remember from the last fluent show episode. Oh, yes. She is presenting at Women in Language this year, and let's hear what her topic is about. Hi, I'm Jessica Kumar, the host and creator of the Invisible India podcast. I'm going to be speaking about push versus pull language learning, a perspective on privilege in linguistics. This talk is going to be highlighting the two types of language learners, push versus pull. Push is often people who are forced to, to learn a language because of war, famine, displacement, etc. versus those who are calling pull language learners who learn as a hobby or career boost. And I'm going to highlight during the talk how we can be cognizant and as learners to know the differences between the two groups. Thanks, Jessica. Listeners, I hope you're getting a sense of the sheer variety and diversity of presentations that we have at Women in Language. And what we haven't covered yet is people who are working with kids or with their own kids. But I do have one from, for you right here. It is Sarah Holmes. So let's get to know Sarah. Head over to the US of A. Hello, my name is Sarah Holmes, and I'm your average stay-at-home mom who is passionate about family, languages, and reading, among other things. I believe that language learning is a delightful journey, and I try to use my bi-weekly podcast, Spanish Answers and Respuestas Inglesas, to help others in theirs. My presentation focuses on how anyone, and I mean anyone, can teach their baby American Sign Language, or ASL. I'll talk about what ASL is, the benefits children get from learning it early in life, and share my own family's journey of how we used a more laid-back approach focused on fun and communication to teach and expose my now almost two-year-old daughter to over 300 signs. Bonus, we've also used it to teach her other languages, such as some Spanish and French. Seriously, if I can do it, anyone can. I can do it, anyone can. That is part of the Women in Language ethos that if... If you take nothing else away from this podcast, if you take nothing else away from the event that we are putting on, then I want you to know this. If we can do it, you totally can. And if Sarah can do it, then absolutely you can do it too. And she was inspired by a previous speaker that we had. Now, somebody else who shared with me that she was inspired by seeing everybody else who presented at Women in Language and thought, I would love to contribute to this and then put herself forward is Mylin. Hey everyone, my name is Marlene Benstrop. I'm a Dutch polyglot and language coach, and I'm super excited to be presenting at this year's Women in Language Conference. Um, I've lived and worked in multiple countries from New Zealand to Peru, England, and currently I'm living in Spain. So I really consider myself to be a multi-passionate, someone who has so many interests and goals that at times it just feels really overwhelming. And I'm bet I'm not the only one. I bet that a lot of people that are listening to this podcast can identify with that. So I decided to turn it into a talk, which is called When You Want Everything, How to Be an Effective Learner If You're a Multi-Passionate. In this talk, I will be shifting people's mindsets about what it means to be a multi-passionate. And mainly I will be giving practical strategies on how to deal with it, because it's a blessing. And at the same time, it's quite a challenge to be multi-passionate. 
And so I will be shifting your mindset into feeling good about who you are, but also giving strategies to actually see progress and to achieve what you really want in languages and in life. Next up, I've got a dream team, a dream team from Tradumanas de Nuestra America, and it's Mariana and Belen introducing what they are going to be talking about at Women in Language. In this session, we will share our experience in the creation and development of Tradumanas de Nuestra America, a podcast that intends to contribute to the creation of female and feminist genealogies in translation and interpreting in Latin America. The purpose of our presentation is that more people may feel inspired to overcome the fear of introducing themselves to feminism and gender studies and will then dare to combine them with their occupation in the language service industry. We know that although it is mainly women who work in the language service industry, their contributions are frequently overlooked or unacknowledged. As translators, interpreters, or proofreaders, for example, women are expected to remain silent and invisible. In this context, we believe that creating and joining support networks is especially important in the world we live in today. Women in Language makes that happen, and that's why we're truly excited about taking part in the event. You see, one of the things I love about Women in Language is that we don't just have learners telling you which methods they used. We don't just have teachers telling you how to learn and sharing their best tips. We have people sharing their experiences as people who work in languages and introducing new ideas as well. And I think Tradumanas de Nuestra America is bringing that. So the Tradumanas Dream Team, another unmissable event. And I love so much to hear just the, the real life stories that we get to hear at Women in Language. Love this conference. <laughs> it turns out I'm one of the organizers. Now, let's stick with Dream Teams for a minute because there is another Dream Team. Let's call them the, the Playful Dream Team, Dream Team Newsflash. Their talk is all about games and how you can use games to learn languages. What? Yes. Let's hear it from Vicky and from Laia, who are introducing each other. What a great idea. Newsflash. Games aren't just for kids anymore. Hi, I'm Vicky, and let me introduce you to my lovely co-presenter, Laia Moret. Laia is an online Spanish teacher who builds her students' confidence with her clear explanation her games, and her awesome interactive activities. She speaks English and French fluently, and she has learned the basics of Swedish, Malay, and Russian. So she knows firsthand the rewards of progressing from beginner to fluent with a new language. Wow. Thank you, Vicky, for this lovely introduction. So Vicky Kelsey is an online English teacher who specializes in advancing English speaking fluency by making it seriously fun. Using the fun formula, Vicky teaches English learners how to have casual and professional conversations with ease and confidence. Laia and I love playing games, whether it's card games, board games, trivia, or party games. And in our presentation, we're going to show you how to mix games and language learning together. Do you want to add anything, Laia? Oh, yeah. Just one more thing, Vicky. Our talk is going to be very practical and interactive. So get ready to discover and experience how you can learn languages in a fun way. 
Now, after Vicky and Laia, there's only one more speaker that I want you to meet today. But don't forget, this is just 10 out of the 25 speakers. So at the Women in Language weekend, you're going to be discovering even more people. But already so far, I'm wondering, like, who are you looking forward to? Who's your favorite? What are you excited about? <laughs> and if you haven't picked a favorite yet, I'm sure you've got space for my next speaker to introduce to you. It's Lauren. Hi, I'm Lauren Williams, the founder and creator of Polyglot Station and the Language TV Club. I'm also a speech-language pathologist, and I've been learning languages on my own for over 10 years now. So in my presentation at Women in Language, I will be discussing AAC and how that relates to language learning. I don't quite want to give away what AAC stands for. But I will give you a hint that it has something to do with the field of speech-language pathology and a different way to communicate. And that's it from Lauren. So we've got Abigail, Irene, Jessica, Lauren, Mylene, Vicky and Laia, Marianne and Belen, and also Sarah, some of our Women in Language presenters. So I've given you this kind of introduction and I hope you found something that you are interested in and that makes you really want to get your ticket and join us from the 4th to the 6th of March at Women in Language. Uh, I've previously answered a lot of questions about sort of how does it work, you know, you uh, you join us live, there's a live chat, every presentation will give you a chance to meet the speaker live so that if you've got questions or you've got something that you particularly want to share with them, you can do that in the session and each session is hosted by either Shannon, Lindsay or me. So we're also going to be there and we're going to accompany you through the whole weekend. We start on Friday at, I believe it's 3pm GMT, so we're sort of halfway through the day and we run to the evening and our Saturday is packed. It's a super Saturday. I think we've never ever had this many presentations in one day. We started 8 8 a.m. 8.45 UK time <laughs> with me and we end with Shannon at 10 p.m. So there's definitely something there for you and we're also going to start at about 11.45 and then run until 7 or 8 p.m., again, GMT London time on Sunday. So every single day in Women in Language has got a lot of adventure. We've got our speakeasy sessions that we're bringing back, and they are live mass language exchanges. So up to 100 people have joined us before. It's a Zoom call where we split you into different breakout rooms, and you can practice your target language with people who are also learners. It's a really trusted positive, encouraging space, even if you don't want to speak yet and you just want to hear people, uh, other learners uh, speak in your target language, I strongly recommend it. I've joined some rooms in the past and languages I really wasn't good at and still had a lot of fun. Now, all of this is about sort of the excitement of the event, but I want to leave you with a few, not serious notes, but a few notes about the bigger picture, about why are we doing this? Like, why are we doing a conference that is open to everybody everybody can attend hopefully we've said it enough now but every year it's good emphasizing again if you are not a woman doesn't matter still buy your tickets still come along uh, really we have no way of checking anyway when we're when we're doing that and we're not interested in that we are for everybody body. If you're, um, whether you are I don't know, tr uh, transgender, non-binary, you're, you're just straight up 
uh, a man, <laughs> like a white dude, it doesn't matter. If you're interested in hearing from these wonderful women, then we want you there. And the bigger picture of this is sort of this feminist what is the meaning of being a woman and being interested in languages, being good at languages, something people often consider you sort of talented, gifted, uh, brilliant at. What is what is it like for women and why is it important to champion, celebrate and amplify these voices? And to that effect, I asked our speakers, what do you make of the women in language concept? What does it mean to you? And what would you like to share with people about it? And I'm really excited to be handing over the mic to a few of our speakers sharing their views on the positions of women around the world who are just learning languages, working with languages and brilliant at languages. For when you're learning a language, it's really difficult to connect online with other people who are also genuinely interested in learning languages. Um, the internet is such a dangerous place for women, unfortunately, just like real life, uh, women have terrible experiences. And uh, this affects language learning as well. It's so hard to find someone who you can genu genuinely connect with as to practice languages and who's not going to uh, abuse your time or other, other things. It makes women really nervous to try to find language exchange partners, for example, or uh, to find teachers or to become teachers because of the, um, the way that women are treated generally on the internet as a commodity. A big issue, I think it's time, because you need time to learn a language and we know we all know very well that women always have less time available than men because we are always the carriers somehow of the family of children and so on so i'm quite lucky actually from this point of view because i have a a daughter who lives alone so she doesn't need me anymore um, so I, I have a lot of free time, but what I always admire in my students and, and in general in some of the women I know is that they find time even if they don't have, if apparently they don't have it, they find it. And it's always a big inspiration for me. I think there's so many areas that affect female language learners and I would put many women language learners in the, uh, as I was talking about before, the push category of having to learn a new language to adapt. You look around the world and even specifically in India where I work and live, many women have to adapt new languages as they move uh, due to arranged marriage and even their husband's family and the, the, the differences in um, you know, in geographies in India, you move 100 miles and there's a new language and culture. So many women are often at the, uh, I don't want to say at the mercy, but at the, uh, oftentimes they're required to learn a new language as they move around and follow the career of their husband or other things. And so 
this is happening all around the world. And I think there are many, many millions of women across the world who are learning languages uh, to support their families, to survive, and really aren't given the credit that maybe uh, those of us who are privileged enough to uh, be able to uh, cognizantly speak and reflect on our language learning experiences. You know, there are two issues that I'm really passionate about and that I think affect female language learners negatively. The first is this growing idea that you're a victim just because you're born a woman. Don't get me wrong. There are places where that is horribly the case. But most of the time when I am told this, I find it highly offensive. I, for one, am proud to be a woman, and I will not let anyone tell me I'm a victim because of it. I want my voice to lift other women up and encourage them to be fighters, to be warriors, to be overcomers. I think that mentality and message is much more hopeful and certainly much more empowering and powerful. The second is the view that having children will keep a woman from being successful. Having had a child, as well as having worked with some amazing corporate mothers, I can honestly say that this view is garbage. It is a lie. Sure, you might have to work extra hard, make some sacrifices, or choose a path that looks different than your original plan, but don't let someone else's narrow-minded definition of success determine what you do. If others are telling you that having children will keep you from your dreams, tell them to shove it where the sun don't shine. Yes, absolutely. There are many factors that play a role in language learning among females, but I guess that if we had to choose one, we'd go with self-esteem and self-confidence, which are issues uh, not exclusively of language learning, of course, but it's a shadow that we perceive among all women we speak to. Uh, regardless of uh, how far they got on their careers. And to be honest, we don't usually see that among men. So there we have it, lack of time and lots of other responsibilities and especially lack of self-esteem and that sense of being underestimated, not just by others, but by, by ourselves too. And I have to be honest with you, sometimes I look at the guys where they, maybe they feel the same, but they don't, they don't show it as much maybe, or maybe some guys just actually don't struggle with this as hard as many, many women do. And I take inspiration from there and I take heart and it makes me feel like, look, okay, there's a bit of space out there where we can put ourselves forward. And that sort of is what women in language does. Now I'm going to let our speakers play us out for this episode of The Fluent Show. So before you go, before I go, make sure that you visit our sponsor and give them a shout out, Closemaster, the C-L-O-Z-E-M-A-S-T-E-R. And they're on Twitter as well, so you can say hi over there. And make sure that you say hi to me and let me know what you thought of this episode. Let me know if you like audio with the voices of the speakers dropped in. Let me know if this is a fun experience for you. I'm always, you know, I'm always tinkering with my audio and what I'm doing with the podcast. So this is a fun experiment. I am on Instagram, K-E-R-S-T-I-N underscore fluent. I am on Twitter as The Fluent Show. And of course, you can just go to fluent.show. And everything that you heard on this episode today is going to be linked and noted at Fluent dot show slash two three three that is fluent dot show slash two three three and with that i am going to hand over now to the speakers at women in language telling you what in particular they are looking forward to and i hope to see you there get your ticket now don't miss out i like being in the atmosphere of of people who are like-minded who love languages learning and teaching and researching 
and having that um, atmosphere and being around those kind of people is really motivating and inspiring too. I always come away from women in language feeling um, great about learning more language and teaching more as well. I'm at that stage when I start realizing that um, social medias or I don't know Instagram for example it's something where it's a place where there are also real people and I love the way I connect to them so I really hope to virtually meet new friends so I'm really looking forward to the chats again. The chats in the Women in Language Conference is always on fire. People are being so vulnerable and supportive at the same time. People are rooting for other speakers. It's like the vibe is something else. So I'm really excited about that. And as I said, I'm really excited about, of course, my own talk and hoping to shift people's mindsets about their own identity and their skills. So, you know, so that they can really achieve their dream. Wow, there are so many interesting topics, but just to mention a few, I'd say that as a learner, I'm looking forward to hear about learning when you're multi-passionate. I'm also curious about overcoming perfectionism and also language addition. Can you forget your native language? Because it has happened to me sometimes to forget words in my native language. And since I teach on levels, that might be useful for my students too. And you, Vicky? I mean, who can just pick one of these? They're all so fabulous sounding. But I guess um, I would say that I definitely want to hear more about privilege in linguistics and becoming assertive. That's always something that I'm looking for tips on. And also, I guess I would just add in that the talk for getting unstuck in the higher language levels, because as a learner and a teacher of higher language levels, that's something that I just find really intriguing, that whole idea of getting unstuck. It's just such a, a different conference from all the other major language conferences. You know, I look forward to it every year because it, it's just great. And so I'm excited to connect back with people that I connected with at the last one. And just looking forward to hearing new perspectives and, and new talks and new things that are out there. We are very excited about women in language because as we see it, it is a great place for women to get together, to build a community, to show what they are capable of doing, and also a great opportunity to empower other women and diversities to pursue their dreams and career goals, and that's something incredible. I am looking forward to learning about other languages, learning about tips and tricks for learning languages, I'm looking forward to seeing the creativity that all of these speakers present. I'm looking forward to the chats, which are just non-stop action. And, of course, the amazing speakeasies where you actually put these tips and tricks and your languages into practice. Brilliant! I couldn't have given you a better reason to join Women in Language 2022. It's our fifth year. Be there. We'll see you.